Hello, and welcome to this episode of the IDERA DevOps Tools podcast. Our goal is to spread knowledge about key topics in the software development industry with solutions that help users throughout every step of the application development process. From building to securing, testing and deploying applications, our solutions experts are poised to provide enticing perspectives and industry insights. Today, we have another special episode for you all. We're going to be joined by John Brauner from Preemptive to take a broader look at the importance of application protection as we look to upgrade security and application quality in 2022. My name is Alex Goodwin, and I'm the Senior Marketing Manager for DevSecOps supporting Preemptive. I'll be discussing the in-app security challenges facing the industry with our solutions expert and diving into how Preemptive can be a solution to these challenges. Hi, John, thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? Doing great, buddy. Thanks for having me back on the program. Happy to have you. Great. So let's dive right in and start with uh, sort of a high level question. We know that application security will continue to be a key challenge for organizations across all sectors in 2022. In fact, within 2021, a whopping 46% of companies had faced a grim situation in which an employee had downloaded a malicious application on their mobile phone, including banking trojans, uh, premium dialers, malware droppers, and more. Are you able to provide us with some insight into how pernicious the risks of application security will likely be in 2022? Absolutely. Um, uh, so the risks are ever expanding and they will continue to grow and evolve in this space. Uh, hackers and cyber criminals, they're finding new attack vectors all the time. So um they're becoming more creative they're combining techniques like social engineering and phishing they're using all these different techniques and tactics uh and like i said looking for a different attack vectors uh as time goes by um, in addition furthermore uh the tools that are available to hackers are improving as well um so tools like debuggers and and uh compilers and things they're pr primarily developed to help uh, developers and application developers, particularly uh, to debug their program, debug their applications and help resolve problems in the field. Now they are, these tools have been co-opted by hackers uh, in order to um, do their thing and, and do the um, hacking applications and things like that. So bottom line is um, app security is only going to continue to grow uh, in the coming years. Definitely makes sense. And I think lines up with what we've been seeing from, you know, sort of industry reports, uh, what other companies are, are looking at and, and, and definitely what our potential customers would be considering as they sort of weigh up how they're going to approach the landscape and ensure that their applications are protected and, you know, operating effectively. So, you know, with, with all of that said, you know, we know that a good majority of applications, in fact, 63% uh, roughly now contain open source components. Uh, which in some cases can easily lead to exposure of sensitive data. How do you sort of envisage the risk of open source, John? And, and what do you see as uh, a potential solution to the challenge of, of open source components within the development process? That's a great question. Yeah, so uh, open source libraries, open source tools, they're great. We can, they help us to, uh, hey, we can, you know, uh, use this common open source library and make our lives easier. and you know, they're for using for things like logging or perhaps our web service setups, things like that. Uh, open, but open source for you and me means open source for hackers. So um, if you're, you and I were using a particular open source library, 
hack, a hacker can figure out how to exploit it by just looking at the source code. They don't even have to reverse engineer it. They already know what this library is doing and potentially how to uh, use that to exploit our application. So what's the solution to that? Um, well, with preemptive, we can obviously we can obfuscate the code. And uh, in certain instances, um, we can use obfuscation in addition to assembly merging, so DLL merging, jar merging, things like that, to uh, actually merge the open source library into our binaries, so effectively hiding these references completely. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely obfuscate and hardening the application. But equally important, uh, I'll give a shout out to our DevSecOps partner brand, Kiwan, who does uh, SAST and SCA, so static application security testing and software composition analysis. So, you know, in these open source libraries, if there is a known vulnerability, Kiwan lets us know um, uh, right away so that we can uh, uh, quickly apply a, a fix to remediate the issue even before, uh, even before our code leaves our network, so. Makes sense. So it, you're sort of saying that there's a combination of those two tools and, you know, leveraging those can provide uh, the greatest level of security. Um, 100%, and yeah. Protected. Cool. Um, and so we kind of see the difficulty of, of keeping applications secure. And, and you also highlighted some of those ways that we can remediate uh, these challenges. Uh, but additionally, we know, we know that security can sometimes inhibit the performance and the user experience of an application. Uh, from your perspective, what is the importance of a proactive protection approach as compared to a reactive protection approach uh, in terms of ensuring security, but also uh, improving the user experience? Sure. Uh, well, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, we definitely, we never want to hear about a breach of our software and then having to react to that uh, because I, by then the done damage is already done and we're we're going to have to pour you know thousands of dollars into you know uh, damage control we, so we never want to be on that side of it having to react to to a breach but you know also uh the last thing we want to be thinking about before our major release to market is oh gee i need to secure this app so um, from those two standpoints, we don't want to be have to be reacting to it, but we also don't want to be um, we don't we don't want to be pushing off the idea, the notion of security of uh, securing our application before going to market. We don't want to be pushing that off till the very last minute because we're worried about this feature, this feature tying this up. Oh, hey, we've got something back from QA. QA told us that oh, this you know about a bug, and those are the things we're worrying about before we go to market. We don't want to be thinking about gee, we need to secure this. So. Um, I know we've talked about this in, in prior episodes, but you know we uh, at preemptive we at Q1 and preemptive we're, we're, we wholly ascribe to the the notion of uh, shift left, the principle of shift left. Um, preemptive and Q1 both are designed to easily plug into uh, your existing CI CD pipeline. Um, doesn't matter you use Scrum, Agile. Doesn't matter what the build service you know using Jenkins, Azure DevOps. Doesn't matter. We um, we are designed to plug into those uh, pipelines, um, so we can check our progress of securing our application in our nightlies, literally. Kiwan uh, uh, and Preemptive, um, they can both be tuned to proactively notice notify us about potential threats 
uh, that we need to be aware of so that we can respond and react. Um, so that we're not worrying about securing the app last minute, or even after the fact. Uh, we've already secured it since day one. You know, we've, we've uh, added preemptive, we've added Kiwan, our app's secured. We know about, you know, potential flaws in the code itself. So we've, we've dealt with those things at the beginning of our process as opposed to the tail end uh, of our process. No, it makes sense. It's better to, you know, deal with security early and make sure that it's sort of baked into the application development process and definitely a major consideration. Um, so it's good. Uh, but application security can often be viewed by development teams as a sort of a time consuming barrier to finishing a project or even progressing to the next stage if we look at that shift left approach. Uh, but it's essential for teams to rush to ship functional applications occasionally. Um, and sometimes this can supersede the need for applications to be secure. You know, if you have to meet a release deadline, maybe security becomes less of a priority. But from your perspective, John, how can teams balance the need to invest heavily in app protection against the additional costs that you know, are incurred by adding security as it pertains to slowing down the, the development pipeline and obviously you know, using security tools as well? Sure. Um, first and foremost, I'd say uh, choose trusted partners in this space. Uh, so if um, when it comes to securing your application, Kiwan, preemptive, other, you know, um, uh, partners who have been in this space for many, many years, uh, they, guys like us, you guys like us and our teams, we're worrying about app security, obfuscation, app hardening, um, potential source code vulnerabilities. We're worried about that so that you don't have to. Uh, if you're having to foist that particular responsibility onto your developers, onto your DevSecOps personnel even, uh, that becomes much harder. So um, first and foremost, you know, uh, uh, trust the experts in this space and, um, you know, implement the tool set that, that they provide and, and, and listen to their expertise and guidance. That's why we're here. It's a partnership. Uh, and secondly, uh, just building off what we said before, shifting left, uh, you know, gee, and you know, I, this never happens. Yeah, it's never, never happens. But uh, let's just say uh, adding code obfuscation and app hardening to our application does cause a runtime error or a performance hit. Um, of course, I'm saying that facetiously, maybe not funny, but like it's, uh, this type of thing does happen. Uh, so whether you choose preemptive, whether you choose Kiowan, whether you choose an open source tool, whether you choose uh, a different vendor, uh, you could be uh, dealing with this and addressing this uh, in the very beginning of, of, the, uh, of the, the particular sprint or release phase and, and dealing with it then um, with help from the experts at Kiowan, with help from the experts at Preemptive, or you could be sitting up the night before release saying, oh my gosh, what is this? What's going on? And then that could potentially delay your release and cost you, you know, uh, reputation, cost you, uh, you know, lots of money, that sort of thing. So um, the idea is uh, we do have to secure our apps. We know we have to secure our apps against these vulnerability. But you know, with when you when you work with trusted partners who who have been in this space, um, they just make that process easier, uh, as opposed to having to try and figure everything out yourself or um, you know do it on the fly or wait till last minute. Uh, it's, it's yeah. 
take some of the weight off your shoulders, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, I, I think you made a lot of good points, right? I think it's it's very critical to look at this from the lens of, uh, from a holistic lens, right? Understanding the impacts of all of the decisions, uh, but especially recognizing the fact that if you choose to ignore security or make it less of a priority, you're exposing yourself to potentially greater cost when you do find a vulnerability that impacts your customers. And, you know, that can do huge reputational damage. And obviously delaying releases uh, fits into that as well. So it's a uh, security should always be a priority and, and, and making sure that, as you said, that you find trusted partners that can support your development approach. Um, that's critical as well. And so jumping off of that, we obviously see that applications are being used extensively uh, across business functionalities. Um, you know, but even a minor theft, uh, even a minor breach now could expose your business to IP theft, uh, loss of revenue, and, and certainly reputation damage. Uh, JavaScript uh, attacks are just one example of this. We know that skimming is, uh, is particularly prevalent and represents a strong risk. Um, so tell us, how, how does obfuscation help to secure mobile apps in particular? It's a great question. Um, so as, as soon as our application leaves our LAN and is uploaded to the App Store, the Play Store, you know, sent directly to our end user. Um, as soon as it leaves our local network, it can be downloaded and reverse engineered just using the binaries that we would ship to the end user. Uh, for, any for any major programming language in use today, there are decompilers and or disassemblers tools that can be used to pick apart your application in some fashion. And uh, code obfuscation is one of the best modes of um, defending against decompilation of this sort, uh, where, the, where, the, where the hacker will try and decompile up to the high level source and then use that to launch their attack. Makes, makes sense. Um, and so building on that, we also know that runtime checks are going to be essential for keeping applications secure. Can you explain how, how they add an additional layer of security and, and enhance your protection against uh, hacks and uh, attacks? Sure, yeah, definitely. So code obfuscation is uh, great for protecting the application at rest from, uh, from a tool like a decompiler who will take the binaries, take the assemblies, APK jar file, AAR file, and decompiling it to the source. So extracting the source from, from the, the binary files uh, runtime checks are great for protecting our application at runtime. So understanding the environment that it runs in uh, and um, uh, understanding the threats that are inherent to the given environment and then responding to that threat. So what do I mean by that? Depending on whether we're deploying our application to web, cloud, desktop, IoT device, we have different uh, runtime checks that will secure it. So. Um, a root check or a jailbreak check is useful to, um, to know if we're running in, on a rooted device with uh, escalated privileges where that might be a mode for uh, a hacker to launch an attack or similarly for jailbroken being for iOS. So if, if somebody you know, has those escalated privileges at runtime, then they might try and do certain things within your app uh, that you that would be unauthorized from the standpoint of us as the application developer. Um, yeah, debug check, tamper check, doesn't really matter. We would want to run that if we are running desktop or uh, or uh, um, uh, uh, mobile app, it doesn't matter. 
Um, and then, you know, if we're doing something on the web, we have a web application, we have a domain lock, date lock, and, um, you know, dev tool blocking, other things that are specifically designed for uh, a runtime attack that might be unique to uh, an app that's running in the browser. So, um, so yeah, just uh, like you said, we layer on these different protection techniques. Um, when we uh, look at the application and we look at, you know, maybe your app has uh, aspects of all, maybe you have part mobile app, part, you know, web app, part desktop, maybe you have all components. So we can uh, use more of those runtime checks uh, in that type of a scenario for, for our application. So. Definitely. Yeah, you provided a really comprehensive explanation. So I appreciate that. Um, you know, so we've, we've kind of looked from a high level, we've got all, all the way down to like very specific, um, you know, overviews of the products and functionality. Uh, but on the other side of this, we obviously know that innovation in app design is obviously a critical app uh, aspect of creating high quality and valuable apps. Um, but when you create an engaging app, uh, you almost inadvertently make your application more compelling for hackers, right? You increase your user base, um, you present more value in terms of the data that can be uh, driven out, right? Uh, from your perspective, talk us through the way development teams should be securing their applications in an ideal world and how the preemptive products fit into that uh, to create secure and, and, and very efficient applications. Yeah, definitely. You're right. It's uh, it's a catch twenty two. We wanna we wanna create great apps that uh, become super popular and everyone loves them and they uh, help our business to grow. They make our businesses lots of money, um, but that also makes them uh, larger targets for hackers and cyber criminals, and they make them more visible in that in that arena. So, more money, more problems. What do we, what do we do about it? Uh, well, um, simple answer, you just gotta make sure we secure our application before we before it leaves our premises. Code obfuscation, anti-reverse engineering, anti-piracy, runtime checks, static application security testing, and software composition analysis. We can apply these, we, we layer them in our, to our application, they, we build them into our CI, CD. They're running during on our nightly builds. We, we run our uh, soft, um, source code scans and we, apply code obfuscation hardening. We do that as part of our uh, nightly process. And um, and again, we partner with trusted vendors in this space, preemptive, Kiowan, um, you know, we take these worries out of your head so that you're focusing on creating that um, great software. You're focusing on your core competency uh, and you leave that, the other aspect of it to, um, to the experts in the space. So that's what we're thinking about all the time. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're working on these problems. We're trying to solve these problems. You don't want to be, you don't want to be thinking about how the sausage is made. You just want to take advantage of its goodness. So um, yeah, just, just again, just, just uh, partnering with um, trusted vendors in this space. Uh, Preemptive and Kiowana both have been around several years doing what we do. Uh, and we take a lot of pride in what we do. And um, yeah, uh, allows you to focus on your core competency, which, um, may or may not have anything to do with security at all. Oh, exactly. You know, it's kind of uh, the, 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 the adage that, you know, you know code and, and we know security, right? We're here to help you secure your applications that you develop. Um, no, those great, great points, John. I really appreciate that. Uh, but I think, you know, that's uh, all we have time for today. And I think that's the perfect place to wrap up. 
Um, I'd like to say thank you to John for sharing your insights with us today, as, as always, very helpful and, and very informative. Uh, we've learned a lot about the, uh, the state of mobile app security and app security in general, and the risks that businesses are facing and some of the ways that we can mitigate these challenges. Uh, as we move through 2022, make sure to review the offerings that Preemptive has. Um, and if you're ready, you can schedule uh, a demo or take a free trial just by visiting the Preemptive website. That's www.preemptive.com. And uh, again, thank you so much for your time today, John. We really appreciate it. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week.